and welcome to CAFIS Hour. I'm Jerry Wilson. In 1922, the 20th century American poet Robert Frost composed Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. While it might lack the depth, texture, and nuance of, say, W.A.P. by Cardi B., it's still worth a read. It goes like this. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. 
My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near between the woods and frozen lake the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. I once heard a Bible teacher explain why he believed, out of all the English translations of the Bible, the King James Version is the one that has endured. Setting aside the scholarly and accuracy arguments, he stated it was due to it being the only translation that was assembled as poetic literature as much as it was assembled as the Word of God without slighting the latter aspect. We see this throughout the King James Version. One example, which Robert Frost's poem ties into, comes from the first chapter of Philippians, specifically verses 18 through 26. What then, notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer, and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I wot not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart, and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Paul explains the dilemma each and every believer faces. While we long for heaven and an eternity with our Lord, forever free from the pain and suffering this life brings. We also understand our lives and our value to Jesus. One look at the cross serves as a reminder of this. The believer does not seek death, although for most, if not all of us, there are times when grief, life's burdens, and or depression can drive us toward wishing for death. The believer also does not fear death, nor excessively dwell upon it. Rather, it is acknowledged as an inevitable part of the human experience. It is not sacrilege to say heaven coit. God knows, literally knows, there is eternity on the other side of this existence we now know as life. On this earth, there are times of enjoyment and times of endurance. It comes with being human. Jesus understands what it's like. There's comfort in that. Take you.
I believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I therefore believe in equality. I believe all of humanity is made in God's image, therefore deserving equal treatment. I believe all of humanity has a fallen nature requiring sacrificial cleansing so that imperfect man can be made whole and perfect in the image of God, mankind's creator. I believe Jesus made that sacrifice for us out of his great love for us. I believe what Jesus said was and is true that no man has greater love than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friends. I don't believe in the Gospels of Robin D'Angelo's White Fragility or Ibram Kendi's Anti-Racism. They are preaching a false gospel of humanity's irredeemability or absence of need for redeeming based solely on skin color. They are preaching this all the way to the bank. Be very, very wary of the profitable posing as prophets. These false gospels declare personal responsibility to be somehow racist as if skin color somehow mutes and mutates this fundamental element of humanity's striving to advance and follow the golden rule. These false gospels utterly ignore the Bible's condemnation of racism as utterly abhorrent to the teachings of Christ, as Paul wrote in Colossians, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. If that's not enough, you're doing it wrong.
Anyone who spends any time on social media quickly learns that an alarming number of people were never taught, be it by their parents or in school, that whataboutism, or to quoque, to use the more elegant Latin version of same, is a losing proposition belonging solely to losers. It ranks alongside, quote, but everyone else is doing it, end quote, as a feeble, futile attempt to escape blame for your own shortcomings by harping on the shortcomings of others. God does not play the whataboutism game. Jesus made this as brutally clear as possible when he said, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. And what is the will of the Father? To love one another. To care not just about, but actively care through direct assistance one another. To love the Lord our God and walk humbly with him. These are the good and pleasing things to God. These are the things worth pursuing. Shifting blame? Not so much. Moving into the mostly musical portion of the proceedings, going to start by identifying the songs I've already played. The first song you heard today was The Woods by The Choir, off of their new CD, Deep Cuts. 
After that, we had In Paradise by Rachel Wilhelm off of her new CD entitled Requiem. Third song we've played today was a classic to government key track, Hand in Hand. And the final track was by Steve Taylor off of his I Predict 1990 record. The song was entitled A Principled Man. Now that we are in the mostly musical portion of the proceedings, going to be playing some triple shots for you today, otherwise known as three songs in a row by a favorite artist, starting off with The Sublime, Shelley Moore.
Crown by Shelley Moore here on KFS Hour. Before that, we had To Our God, which was off of her most recent full-length album. The album was entitled Anchor. And we started off that set with the track she did for a compilation record that came out last year. That particular song was the old traditional hymn, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Next up here on KFS Hour, a triple shot, three songs by the late and deeply lamented Mark Hurd. So we're not over coffee, say goodbye 
to go Into the car with the radio on Roll down the window and blow the horn Imagination 
wrapping us in the orbit creation groans in unison like a race of frightened orphans the darkness of this raging storm is covering up our portals but a yearning for the light is born in the heart of every Heard here on KFSR with the pain that plagues creation off of his Eye of the Storm record. I'm hoping to get a much better quality copy of that recording soon. The one I have right now leaves much to be desired. Before that, we had Everything Is Alright, starting off that set with Not Over Coffee. Next up, how about a trio of songs by Daniel Amos for you?
Sometimes I am his wrong. 
with the double off of Doppelganger here on Kifas Hour. Before that, we had Banquet at the World's End, which was on their motorcycle record, and we started off that set with Big, Warm, Sweet, Interior Glowing, which was off of their Calhoun record. Gonna leave you with some Terry Scott Taylor, because I can. Take care and God bless everybody. We'll see you again right here next time on Kifas Hour. Bye-bye. Another door slammed and bolted It's one more window locked You were on your way back home And now you're not With my fingers I form a steeple In such a way when I open my hands There's no one home Then I call your number Just to hear your message on the phone Maybe next month, maybe next year Oh my, oh my, it's been a long, long time, my plan God laughs Here's another faded photo In the year before things changed I took hard that betrayal of an old friend now is strange How could I be so mistaken? Why couldn't I see in all that time I've been walking a while Or that I'd be one of many Who got torched in his scorched earth fire